This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child. Johnny Carlick. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast here on Most Valuable Podcast. We're going to get swifty. And today, if you look at our shirts, we're matching today. This is kind of my gift to Johnny. I bought these t-shirts for us from T-Fury. I've got Rick. He's got Morty. It fits the theme of what the name of our podcast the, the has whole, come from. The whole idea behind the podcast. The whole idea of the podcast. And today... Oh, just this is the name. The name. <laughs> today we had a great show for you guys. And I got to say again, I love the feedback that we are getting. We got a comment from, I want to say it was Venji, one of our kind of MVP loyalists mm-hmm. here. He was excited in our Kong Kong Skull Island video last week was excited that we talked about that. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Today, we're kind of going all comic book superhero-y on you guys. Yeah. We're, we're going to look at Marvel's Iron Fist, kind of our first expectations, our first impressions what from the trailer. What we think about the trailers. What we're really liking from it and what we may not like from it so far. Then we're going to look into, we're getting a Nightwing movie. We're going to kind of speculate on that and then... We're going to hit the hard question down the podcast, and it's going to be a personal one for me. What's wrong with the DC Extended Universe? We're going to look into that last, but let's get into our first topic. Let's look at Iron Fist. We've watched the trailer. We've seen it. It's been out for, I want to say, a week now or a couple weeks now. Yeah, so like maybe two weeks. But Johnny, I'll throw it to you while I take a taste of my thirsty beverage today. Not my Refreshing. Not my my tasty. It's a hydrating beverage. Yes, there you go. Is what it really is. But what are your first impressions of Netflix's Marvel's Iron Fist? Honestly, I like I already like what they're doing with it. They're not giving too much away, but we already got to see the Iron Fist, the glowing hand of tranquility. I, I don't know what to call it because it's Zen, it's chi. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool how they're also how they're portraying it as opposed to the comic books, where it's just a glowing hand around his hand, and obviously you can't portray it like they are in this. They're showing some of the inside of the hand, which is really cool. Like, so it's glowing from the inside out. Uh, other things is <clears throat> I will have to see and wait more for more storyline. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty cool how they're already in just the trailers. They're showing you how it's going to tie in with Daredevil, which is, means it's going to tie in with the rest of the Netflix part of the universe. Well, which, it has to. They got to tie them all together. With oh, a nice, they do. With a nice bow. Oh, yeah, because they're all going to. From what speculation mm-hmm. and what some talk is, we're going to get a Defenders Series, mm-hmm. which is all four of them together, which would be fantastic well, and which and really the cool. Four, and those four that you're talking about are Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Yes, I should actually mention that just just in, in case, case someone, someone doesn't out there realize. Doesn't know, or but no, that's, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm here, bro. That's thank you. Yeah, thank you for covering that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, the trailers look great. Um, well, the thing that I like most about it, and I want to cut no, you off, cut. but the thing I like most is it looks like it's going to be pseudo daredevil season one where we're probably not going to see him in the iron fist suit like the green suit with the yellow mask yeah until no. the end of season if, like if the, that the 13th episode because that's that. what it was kind of like in daredevil Did we, we, even, didn't, we didn't see him in the full official suit until the end of the season yeah you're the right the very last episode of season one where we kind of saw his makeshift suit when it was just him, where it was, oh, me and Mark read the graphic novel. I think it was The Man with a Mask or something, and The Man with No Fear. 
there was a Daredevil graphic novel yeah. where they took the first suit straight out of with the kind of black, the black kind of um, bandana thing that he had on, the eye mask. Mm-hmm. And it looks like with Iron Fist early on, we haven't seen anything with the suit, anything nothing with the all. green, Just anything the, um, with the yellow. The only thing that indicates anything towards Iron Fist besides the glowing fist is the chest mm-hmm. tattoo that shows the dragon. Well, and the one thing that, I mean, you pointed out is we've seen that dragon before. Yes, we have. We've seen it in the trailer, but we've seen it before in a Marvel TV series. Well, a Netflix series, I should yes, say. Yes, Daredevil. It's mm-hmm. um, these insignia on the drugs that are going through the different, I'm going to call them cartels, mm-hmm. because you have the Japanese, you have the Chinese, and then you have some other groups working with it, but mostly those two, the Japanese and the Chinese. And they're the ones that had the, the, almost the same exact dragon, a little bit different, but majority of it's the same exact dragon printed on each of the drugs that Daredevil kept finding. Mm -hmm. And you see that in the trailer for Iron Fist. He picks up the drug packet packet of drugs and underneath is, it's the same dragon, but it's like real thin and it's red and the wings of black. are a little bit different, but not too much. I don't. I think the one in the trailer didn't have the wings. Like it did that's have the how wings. Different it is, so it's not the exact same logo. But it's pretty see. similar. But we know that for sure it's going to be the. Dr- I'm just going to call them what you did. The drug cartel from Daredevil season two because mm-hmm. season one was all about. Um, I'm blanking on his name. The um the the bald guy, um I'm blanking on his Fisk. name. Fisk, thank you. And uh, it was him in season one, Kingpin. Kingpin, and then it was kind of the drug cartel and the whole you had Electra into the situation. Yes, and that's what it was for season two. So it's so kind yeah, of yeah, like more of a development for. For that cartel well, side that, of it, I was actually more of just a uh, daredevil himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Character development too, because we got some. We you know we didn't get a ton. It was more of explaining Fist, explaining mm-hmm. some of the cartel, because we didn't get a ton of it, but f- explaining how it's all tied in together. And then in the second season, we get more about Daredevil, how he's tied in with Electra, how he's tied in with this um, Stick. Stick. He, we, he we shows get, himself in season one, but, but we, we get really, more of him. In we season really two. don't see him, like you said, until season two. Yeah, we get to see a lot more of. Like all these character developments mm-hmm. and how they all tie in with each other. So I think it's going to be great, especially. And the other thing I wanted to throw out to you. Okay. We talked about Defenders, but there's no definite set time we're mm-hmm. going to get Defenders or when. So potentially Heroes for Hire. Well, and that's the thing for me. It's let's jump to the end. If Iron Fist at the very end, do you think they're going to do something where maybe mid-season we get a Luke Cage is already in there, and then towards the end of it, it's he's in the costume with Luke Cage, and it's here, it's heroes for hire, and well, then that leads into the Defenders, where it's not just oh we're bringing all four together, it's Daredevil getting Jessica Jones, and then the heroes for hire to come together as the Defenders. Well, what's great is Luke Cage is already tied in with Jessica Jones very mm-hmm. briefly, but they are. Actually, no, I'm correct to myself. It's not briefly because no, you, you see him quite a few times. Series, yeah. Most of the end of the mm-hmm. series. Um, you only have one season of Luke Cage so far, one season of Jessica Jones, and we have one, we're going to have one season of Iron Fist. So potentially season two could possibly a crossover, a lot of crossover and make it a Heroes for Hire. And the one thing that I'm looking at is the Defenders for a release date. We don't have 
an exact date, but it will be at the end of this year. It's going to be September of 2017 okay. that we get the Defender. So for the Netflix side of things, it looks like for sure Iron Fist and then, boom, Defenders later this year unless they decide to. I haven't heard anything about a third season of Daredevil. Okay, so well, I that's think great. That we're I mean, moving forward to the if defenders. we are going to go straight into the defenders, that's great too. Because um, just tying them all in together now is great. We have one person that is in all four series now that we mm-hmm. see. That one, I don't remember her name. The nurse. Oh, uh, Rosario Dawson. Yes, she plays her. Um, her character name is. I'm gonna look it up. Claire Temple. Claire Temple. She's in all four. Mm-hmm. If you if you watch them. Yeah, she's in Jessica Jones. She's in um, Daredevil. I'm gonna say right now the reason why Johnny's not letting out too much about Luke Cage. I'm gonna hit a spoiler. I have yet to watch Luke Cage. So I'm, I'm trying not that. to spoil too much. I am for going him. to do that before Iron Fist, but we know that Rosario Dawson is going to be in Iron Fist because we get the kind of funny little scene of "I am the Iron Fist." What the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? And that's just <laughs> bam, and the ground is all broken up. But the thing that I also want to look at is, yeah, we get that drug cartel side of it, which mm-hmm. is going to be his action-packed side of it. Yeah, definitely. the villain that's going to be where he's using his powers and punching, and he also has that female protagonist with him, it looks like, Mm -hmm. to be kind of like his sidekick. But on the other side, it looks like we're going to get kind of a double villain type of thing where, like I said, that's going to be one. The other one... Just like Daredevil. Exactly like Daredevil. And this one is going to be... Played by, um, he was the guy who was the narrator in three, 300. 300. He was Carl in Van Helsink. He was in Lord of the Rings. Carl. And <laughs> Carl. And um, <laughs> I had to. it's going to be basically the boss, or it's David Wenham. He's going to play Harold Meacham, yes. which is the partner of Wendell Rand. He kills Wendell Rand to take over the company. And then, boom, we get Iron Fist because of that. So it looks like we're going to get kind of both sides. Where Yeah, we're going to have a lot of conflict now that Danny comes back. It's the, oh, the cartel is where he's fighting and beating them all up and using his powers and his fists get all yellow. Mm-hmm. But then there's that other side, that emotional side of it, of kind of, because it looks like in the trailer, from what we see in the trailer, it looks like Meacham stabbing a guy and then blood on his face. Yeah. The little so splatter on he's, his face. He's already... He's already prone to take lives. So oh, he, he looks like a guy that's a little. I feel like Danny's going to try and take him out in the business sense, though, mm-hmm. instead of going all Iron Fist on him, maybe at least until the end. Well, and that's the thing. The, the thing with me was my only kind of my big influence with Iron Fist is the newer cartoons that we've seen him in. Yeah. But more importantly, with me, it was the ultimate Spider-Man. Like okay, that's I remember. Been, yeah, that Danny that's Rand. That's been the one that I've been known where it's like he's always in the costume. He's got those like quirky little. Um, they're kind of they remind me of like the the Buddhist like the Buddhist and like oh, what am I looking Enlightenment for? Enlightenment type talking lines. Yeah, and no, I know what you're like, talking about. It, provi- it provides the comic relief where Spider-Man's like, dude, shut up, kind of a thing. But in this, it looks like a lot we're going to get phrases. It looks like we're going to get a Danny Rand that is not super serious. But like the one thing when I look at Finn Jones, mm-hmm. I look at him in this and I go, that that is Daniel Rand. That yep. is Iron Fist. I feel like he's going to be serious when he really needs to be. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time, it's going to be like 
opposite Daredevil. We're going to have a lot of lighthearted stuff going on with mm-hmm. the main with the storylines. Obviously, he's going to get down to earth and gritty when he needs to be, but he's not going to be Daredevil where it's all darkness all the time. And it seems like he's not going to be like what we've seen in the cartoons and even in the comic books of where it's not a lightheartedness thing. It's just a, hey, you know what? He is like the moral compass yeah. for the team. And he's always got these enlightenment lines that he kind of throws out there to lead the team on the right path. It doesn't look like we might get there, but it doesn't look like we're going to get might there be, right now. He might become that when we have the mm-hmm. defenders. But as of now, he doesn't really have a team to do that with, so plus he's he, going to follow himself. Plus, it's one of those things where how, where in the... Um, in the in the process is he with his training? Yeah, because they mentioned that oh he's trained. I've trained in uh, Kung Lan or Kung Lun, but it's one of those things where did he complete his training? Is he done with his training? Is that what the Iron Fist logo on his chest means? Yeah, we don't know. We got to watch the well, they, watch the series. If we're going along with the comic books and the lore of that, mm-hmm. he's already finished his training. That's why he comes back, because that's why he has the dragon, and that's why he has the power of the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. It's because the training's all done. Now, I mean, you can see he's done, doing a little bit—I'm being modest when I say a little bit better than uh, Daredevil was. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not getting his ass kicked. It, basically. Yeah, Daredevil <laughs> I'm being got his nice. ass kicked early. Oh, um, quite often. <laughs> but be it as it may, we'll give it to him. He's blind. Well, yeah, and he's starting to learn what to do yeah, with his he's powers. Still, he's learning how to use them. In that sense. But the last thing that I will mention before we kind of move on into our other ones is I'll just ask you one last time. Just what what do you think we're going to get from Iron Fist? Wh- how good of a series do you think it's going to be? And how do you think it's going to set us up for the Defenders in September? Well, let's see. Um um, I'm actually really excited about this one because if it's anything like the other ones, it's going to be great. Luke Cage was great. I won't say anything because mm-hmm. I know you didn't see it. You're you. Jessica, you're welcome. Or I could spoil it all for you right after Please this. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Jessica Jones, We all, anyone who's watched it, it's another great one. And I don't want to do any spoilers for you as well. So I won't say anything about details. Um, Daredevil as well. All great ones in their own way. I feel like they've hit the money on this one, just like a lot of Marvel does with who they've selected mm-hmm. and what they're doing, whether it be the movies, the side shows, the TV shows. They're doing a pretty good job. Well, and the one thing that I'm looking up right now is yes. just for a for sure of like, oh, are we going to get a Daredevil season three? From what it looks like, and this is from denofgeek.com. Okay. Um, they're kind of curating the news that... What it's going to be is we have Iron Fist in March. Mm-hmm. It'll be Defenders in late 2017, so around September. Okay. And then we'll get Daredevil Season 3 and Jessica Jones in 2018. Which so, is good because the teams don't need to stay together all the time. And apparently we're supposed to get – aren't we supposed to also get a Punisher TV series too? See, I'm not totally sure. I heard – To go off of what the Daredevil. was in Daredevil because, yeah. I mean, basically Shane from The Walking Dead did a – from The Walking Dead, did a phenomenal job oh, yeah, as he the did. Punisher. He did a phenomenal job. And I want, I want to see a series with him alone. But with Iron Fist, I think it's going to be... This one looks like it could be one of the more lighthearted seasons that we've seen from a Marvel TV series. Like, Daredevil had those funny moments. Jessica Jones kind of did. 
but it was like Jessica Jones was a little bit more serious, like more serious. I go Jessica Lu- Jones Luke equals Cage, Luke I can't Cage. Say. Luke Cage, I can't say yet, although he did provide some comic relief in Jessica Jones. I'm going to say, um, just so you have an idea, and so mm-hmm. do they, Luke Cage about the same level as Jessica Jones with that. Okay. Are so you, really Daredevil was the most lightheartedness that we've seen. Least, I would say. The least that we've seen? Lightheartedness? Okay. I thought he was a lot brooding and darker than everyone else. I thought that I thought with Jessica Jones that that one was especially when it was well, what, the Purple Man. Once we got the Purple Man, yeah, things mm-hmm. ter- took a turn. But I mean, everything like before Jessica that Jones was the series where it started and then it just once it hit a spot, it just snowballed. It just went and it just snowballed all the way to the end. Yeah, no, once it hit that spot, yeah, I'm talking about the rest of the series mm-hmm. where a lot more lightheartedness, her drinking and stuff like that yeah. made things a little bit more quirky and funny mm-hmm. as opposed to Daredevil with a lot of the brooding. True, true. I guess I could see it. Yeah, so but, that's why I'm saying lightheartedness. We're going to have, like, Iron, Iron reverse. Fist, I think we can both agree, is going to be the most lighthearted. Yeah. Because he kind of seems like he's going to be zen. the Joker. Well, not just Zen, but the Joker of the group. Yeah, that's true. As well, and I'm not talking about the Joker from Batman. I, I hope like, not. Ha, 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 funny. I hope and not. And actually laying down some jokes. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below what you guys think. What are you guys expecting from Iron Fist? What are your first impressions? From watching the trailer, if you have not seen it, I will put that down below in the description for you guys. But Johnny, we got to move on into our next topic, and we're talking DC Extended Universe for the rest of the podcast, folks, as we've got Nightwing in this segment. Then we're going to jump into the kind of whole thing as a whole kit and caboodle, but we're talking Nightwing because, Johnny, it's official. We are going to get a Nightwing movie for the DC Extended Universe, directed by Chris McKay, who just did Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think of this? Uh, well, I mean, you're more of the DC guy than I mm-hmm. am, but I'm I'm being excited about a Nightwing movie. Getting, I can't wait. Getting, Sign me up. Getting away from uh, the gen- the normal, the the what would you say the a not a lister, but the uh, regular go to heroes, a, the a lister, a listers, I mean, the Batman's, the Supermans, we're getting Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. They're trying Green Lantern, but as a group, I mean, we're getting Cyborg, Flash. So yeah, we're going to get some we're of the sidekicks. To, yeah, some not, not even sidekick. He, uh, he Rob, jumped, Robin he was, was a, a Robin. He was, he was a, a Robin, but he, he was, was a Robin. sidekick. But he's not now. He kind of is Batman sidekick. He helps Batman. I'm is not going to Batgirl a sidekick. Yes and no. The Nightwing's a sidekick. Yes and no. I'm saying yes and no. I get that Nightwing goes off on his own and he's like doing his own thing in a separate part of Gotham, but he's still Batman's sidekick. Okay, you know what? You're honest. the DC guy and I'll go Bat- with... Batman you... is the leader of the Bat gang. Yes, if, oh, that's if totally it is com- that. completely true. But I am totally excited for this movie. He's the spanky of the real, little rascals. I am totally excited <laughs> for this movie because it's one of those things where... It kind of gets me back into the mode. I know we're not going to see it. I know it's going to be a different actor, but it just brings me back to the Dark Knight Rises when Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, who kind of might have been Dick Grayson, um, kind of finds sure. the Batcave. Finds the Batcave. Are you sure? Finds the Batcave. Yeah, he does. And uh, right there, I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, holy shit! That's Robin. You holy should use shit, your first Night- name. Holy shit! That's Nightwing. Yeah. That's what it was. You should use your first name. Um, Robin. Oh, it's one of those things where I know we're going to get somebody else, but this is a movie where I'm like, yes, let's add someone else into this universe. 
the only thing I question is Chris McKay as the director. Not saying that Lego Batman doesn't look great because I have not seen it. Mm -hmm. It looks hilarious. It's just one of those things is for a Nightwing for a Nightwing movie, are we going to want it to be super comical? And when I see that, it's like, oh, so it's gonna be the same kind of same kind of mood as Lego Batman. Well, you got hope not just because the fact is Lego Batman. You gotta go into this no newer. It's for kids. Le- yeah, it's for kids. It's a Lego universe. Now we can pull back and go into a PG thirteen possibly mm-hmm. type of thing. You, it's Nightwing. It's just like Batman. There's gonna be the violence. There's gonna be the other stuff. So hopefully we dial it into the other realm of it's. It's also for, it's for kids. Kind of. It's also for adults. So hopefully they do it, and as you were pointing out, um, actor-wise, um, potentially Jared Padalecki, and he is the we're saying his name wrong. He's Sam from Supernatural. Thank you. He's interested in the role, and I mean, I look at him and I go, I can see it. Kind of looks like Nightwing. Some of the I don't know if you were looking into the fan art that's like combining him in the Mm -hmm. Nightwing suit. It looks pretty good. I'm looking at his picture on IMDb, and basically, if you put him. With the haircut, maybe cut the hair a little shorter, put him in the mask. I could see him being Nightwing. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, they have some of it with the hair not as long as it is in some of his Dye pictures. Dye the hair a little blacker. I mean, yeah, the hair doesn't darker. have to be super short. I mean, and, I mean with the right lighting mm-hmm. and the lighting of Gotham, it's going to make it dark enough anyways, probably. Now, now here's the thing, and before I get into it, this, the one thing we forgot to say is if you haven't seen Batman v Superman— probably pause go and watch it if you're really like oh my god don't spoil the movie for me because i haven't seen it it's been a while though so i'm not super like oh we shouldn't spoil anything but if you want pause it we'll be waiting for you when you come back you can finish the conversation if you don't care we're going to get into some spoilers i had to put throw that out there because i forgot because the one thing we got to look into is how does he fit into this universe? Is there room for him? Well, the little bit I know about the DC universe itself and what you've told mm-hmm. me over the years is um, this one is Dick Grayson. Um, he's a grown-up Dick Grayson. He's mm-hmm. no longer Robin. Um, and from what we've seen in Batman v Superman, the Joker spray-painted Robin suit that Batman puts in a case like he does with most stuff he has, mm. is sitting there potentially leading towards a dead Robin. It is a dead Robin. And I, dead I mean, Robin I don't is, know if it really said in the movie he died. Well, Because it okay. didn't give a lot. They never said it was, like, they never said, oh my God, it was a dead Robin. But the one thing, and this is from comic book, this is from just knowing what has happened. The thing, and this is where I am at, because... The exact suit said on it is, ha, 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 jokes on you, Batman. And it is the old costume of Robin. Yeah. And that is a, to me, a direct link to Jason Todd. Well, the yeah. Dead I mean, Robin. Not even, not to mention, there's also a cartoon, there's a cartoon or two on it, too, mm-hmm. where the Joker savagely beats and kills him. Yeah, that's the Red Hood. Yeah. Under the Red Hood. And that's basically why I say dead Robin, Robin, yeah, because Jason Todd comes back and is the Red Hood. Yeah, thank you, Reza Ghul. The one thing is, like, from what I am getting together, and even though I didn't like Batman v Superman, it set up the universe to where 
based on just that, and they didn't go into it much, Mm -hmm. based on just that, what I've seen is we are in a time in the DC timeline. We are in the timeline of post-Jason Todd, but before we get Tim Drake, or it could be far after Tim Drake. Like The only thing we know is we are looking at a Batman post-Jason Todd. Yes. And if we're post-Jason Todd, we are post-Dick Grayson being Robin. That means at this time, Nightwing is out there. Yeah. Nightwing's doing his thing. We've just never came across Nightwing in the extended universe. And to me, this is an interesting thing of where they might have said, hey, you know what? We can throw him in here because of where we are in the timeline. To me, it fits. Yeah. It fits perfectly. The only thing I kind of question is how he's going to fit in with the Justice League. Is he going to be, is it going to be one of those things where it's just a standalone Nightwing movie and we just see, oh, it's Nightwing, but he doesn't fit in. Like, to me, it's one of those things where he fits into the timeline, but how is he going to fit into all the movies together? Or does he have to fit into all the movies together? Could it be just one movie where, oh, and here's what Nightwing's doing. Okay, now back to our featured program. I think that'd be the better route of going about it because you want to set more so when you're going with the DC, the other DCEU mm-hmm. movies, you're going to more so want to probably set up your other characters that you really want to set up for Justice League that's supposed mm-hmm. to be coming out. So he's not necessarily part of Justice League unless you know otherwise. Is he? Yeah, I, the Justice League, he kind of is. He, I don't think he's an official member of the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, I'm talking about official kind of members. in and out, yeah. Official members. We're talking Batman, mm-hmm. Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So uh, he's not really, like you said, he's not really an official member of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's just have a side, side movie. What I'm really hoping for is another Batfleck Um He doesn't have to be in there the whole the time. The Batfleck movie is what you're saying? No, I'm talking about... Just a cameo, a okay. bat flick. Just kind of like, not that it was a great movie, but Suicide Squad bat flicks and that's scenes. A, and that's what I was just going to say is Nightwing could do the same thing for the DCEU that Suicide Squad did. Because let's be honest, Suicide Squad, none of those villains are going to be in the Justice League. None of those villains are going to be in Wonder Woman. Exactly. But we still had, we had a movie that was... Like, I get what they were trying to do, although from what I've seen and I know that some people have a different opinion of me, but this is my opinion of Suicide Squad. I hated it. Couldn't stand it. Margot Robbie and um, Will Smith were the only things I liked in that movie. Jared Leto to me ruined the Joker, even though I it's one of those things where I don't know if I want to blame him or the studio. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of his twist on it. And it's one of those things where I understand, though, what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a Guardians of the Galaxy-like fun movie that, at the end, pushed the story. It kicked the can down the road. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what it did with Waller meeting with Batman and Batman basically saying, shut it down or else me and my friends are going to do it for you. Yeah. Basically saying, shut it down, or the Justice League is getting involved. That's what that meant. That kind of kicked the can a little bit further for the Justice League that that's what's going to happen. Plus, she, I believe in that post-credit scene, 
she handed Batman a ton of files and yeah. information that he's probably going to use in Justice League. So yet again, like I said, kick the can down the road. However, I saw the movie as, hey, here's a soundtrack. Go ahead and buy it. Oh, that's that what song, a lot of it was. Oh, that song that you've heard on Kiss over and over called The Mortals. Here it is. Oh, remember <laughs> that 50s rock song that you like? Here it is. It's mm-hmm. like, great, great. I, I know you're trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit too hard. A little bit too hard. It's kind of like when you've got a parent that's actually a cool parent mm-hmm. and then the parent that's trying to be the cool parent. It's like, go away. That's what Suicide Squad was. Guardians of the Galaxy is the actual cool, cool yeah. parent where you're like, yeah, you know, Johnny's parents, he's cool. They're they're cool. They're cool people. But <laughs> Ricky's parents, no way. That that's what that's what Suicide Squad was. My parents are great people. So if they're watching, great people. I love you guys. But that's what Nightwing could be. Yeah, it could be just one, two. Here's a story, and at the end, oh, by the way. We push it down the road. Yeah, it, no, it, it could. It, it, it extends. Could be, it extends the greater arc. Yeah, it, it it's its own movie, and then eventually mm-hmm. at the very end, it can push something else that needs maybe needs a little yeah, bit more. Kind of like it. with like Suicide Squad, Guardians the of the Galaxy does the same thing for Marvel. Kind of like what Ant Man did yeah. for Marvel. It kind of just put like Ant Man's going to be a bigger role, but at the time it just pushed he's kind of his own movie and pushed a little extra yeah pushed it down the road yeah the one thing though that i will say is it's going to be interesting of who they cast yeah because i know we mentioned that sam from supernatural and he wants to be nightwing but it's really to me it's gonna pertain to who they cast as nightwing and the one thing I'd want to see in this movie is I'd want to see Batfleck in it. And I'd want to see the interaction between Nightwing and between Batman. Because yes. I know the banter that we had earlier of, oh, Nightwing's a sidekick kind of a thing. But on a more serious note, the thing about Nightwing that always made him cool was as Robin, it was Robin, do this, Robin, do that. And as a sidekick, you're like, Yes, sir. Holy shnikes, Batman, kind of a thing. But as Nightwing, there have been times in other cartoons, comics, where there's been, where Nightwing can actually disagree with Batman. Yeah, he's no longer. Because he's like, whoa, I'm not your sidekick anymore. Yeah. I am now not equal footing, but it's like, come on, I'm an adult now, kind of a thing. You can't tell me what to do all the time. Yeah. And that's what I would kind of want to see. It doesn't have to be the entire movie. But I want to see small that snippet of I want to see the interaction between Nightwing and between Batman. Yeah, and how that would be. And to me, this is this has got so much oh, so much potential, so much potential. But it's one of those things where, and I know you mentioned this before we hit the record button. This is the last thing I want to touch on before mm-hmm. we move on into the greater DCU as a whole. Is they got to hit the characters. Yes. And Jeff Johns has been brought on to make sure that everyone stays pat when it comes to the characters, that they're true to the comics. With a thing like Nightwing, I think you got to stay true to the comic. Don't take so many liberties with them mm-hmm. because he's right there for you. He's written right there. I mean, there's so much there in the comics where he was a sidekick of Batman that eventually gets tired of it. And then grows up to be his own superhero. Yeah, he no longer has to be. 
he don't, no the longer sidekick. has to be Robin. So, I mean, to me, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but this is a movie where I feel like they have to come in and go, no, we have to make sure we are staying right true to the comics. It's as close as you can, yeah, with a movie. With a movie, that is. And the yeah. thing that's going to be interesting, and I'm going to throw this out there, too, is I think, I think they are going to go with, because there's two iterations of Nightwing. Okay. There's New Earth Nightwing that I think we will get. That's the traditional one everyone knows. The black mask, the blue Nightwing across the chest that yeah. goes down, and then the two sticks. Batons. However, there is also the primed Earth, because in the comics from 85 to 2011, mm-hmm. we have New Earth. Then there's Prime Earth. Okay. Nightwing, where it's basically instead of blue and black, it's red and black. Okay. I think I think we would see the blue and black. I don't think they would go with Prime Earth. I think they would go more of a new Earth. But hey, who knows what they're gonna do? Because we'll right now, do. right now I will tell you this. I am not too confident with the DCU, but we're gonna move actually let's let's take this on into our greater discussion. Before we do that. Anything about Nightwing that we mentioned, you guys let us know down below. What are your impressions of it? How do you think he fits in? Do you agree with us? Do you don't agree with us? You could be saying, fuck this guy. He doesn't fit in to this universe at all. Why are we getting a Nightwing movie? You could be on that Mm -hmm. side of the fence, and I would love to hear it down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, I kind of want to move into everything with the DCU now. Everything as a whole. Everything going together. And basically, I'm just going to throw it out there to you. What's wrong with the DCEU? What is wrong with it? You know what? Um, to do that, we're going to have to talk a lot of, about all the, the movies, starting with Man of mm-hmm. Steel, going to uh, the Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and even Suicide Squad. But real quick, just want to say potential spoilers at this point. So if you want to wait. For anything in the DCEU. For anything in the DCEU. Su- uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, S- Suicide Squad. If you don't want us to ruin any of those for you. Pause this. Go check them out. We'll be waiting here for you. Yeah, it's so, one of those things where, man, that man, those Man of Steel spoilers, man. They you can't avoid those at this point. No. Uh, I mean, you know can't what? That's, that's them, on you guys if you didn't see Man of Steel by now. <laughs> that's the joke, Johnny. I know. That's the joke, Ted. <laughs> but really, what's wrong with the DCU? Uh, you know what? Man of Steel. I was expecting, well, everything. <laughs> I, I, I try to be the optimist about this stuff. You know that by now. Mm-hmm. Um Man of Steel wasn't too bad, honestly. There's some things I, from my limited knowledge of the DC Universe, I did like and didn't like. The brooding Superman was off-putting for me for a while. I got mm-hmm. used to it, but that was not my, what I recall of what Superman was. And I get throwing some of that in there being, showing him more human, human, humanistic. Thank you. Yes, yeah. that word. And you want to know why he uh, was why people didn't like him the name's christopher nolan remember that one yeah yeah i know not christopher nolan zach snyder that's who christopher nolan you're great zach snyder piece of shit but go on (laughs) wow (laughs) he ruined like he ruined batman v superman 
Like, let's be honest. Like, he ruined it. But go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 then, I digress. You're going to get my opinions in a second. Yeah, you're going to get Ricky's. He's going to spew out quite Ugh. a bit. Um, so like I said, that, that's the only thing I had problem with with uh, mm-hmm. with Superman, with Man of Steel. Then that we got it wasn't to the traditional sense of Superman. And I didn't need the traditional, traditional mm-hmm. Boy Scout and everything. Like but the 1950s version. Yeah, we of didn't Superman. need that. But, like, to. Like the action comics, and he's got the car over his head. Yeah, exactly. We didn't need that, per se. Mm-hmm. But a little bit more lightheartedness would have been a lot a little bit better and I think that's been the theme of or this week Superman, is lightheartedness where he didn't seem like the guy where it's like dude it's a joke you can calm down yeah like, he, did, he the, was the, the facial expressions was always like the guy who you told a joke to and it just went right over his head yeah he was a sphinx the whole time yeah <laughs> it, it, it was more he was brooding to the point of almost being mm-hmm. Batman Almost. Almost. And I was a little off-putting <laughs> and, with and that. And I get that it's supposed to be a darker like you said more Serious. humanistic yeah. kind of Superman, but there's something that I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw out something okay. to you. And this was, I was thinking about this because our own Mark Weber here and Most Valuable Podcast said this to me last week before we recorded the Onside Kick. Okay. This entire week I've thought about it. And this is one of the main reasons why I kind of wanted to have this discussion, bring it up to you, bring it up to the fans, get this discussion kind of going. And what Mark threw out, and I totally agree with, is you know what DC should do? They should just say, fuck it. We know that we're not going to be able to compete with Marvel. They have built up their cinematic universe so well that we are not going to be able to compete with them. But you know it's the one place we can compete with them? If we just turned our universe into saying, you know what, we're going to make a 180 and you can be the kid-friendly Disney, we're going to go rated our super, superhero films. And I, I can and just go straight rated R and just go right in, kind of like what we're seeing with Deadpool and Logan. I get that with some aspects of it, and it would work very well. Mm-hmm. Batman being one of them. I'm trying to think who else would be, is Aquaman. Pretty, you can get a good Aquaman, one. You can do a good one with Aquaman. But what, but what about someone like the Flash? The Flash is pretty friendly guy, pretty positive mm-hmm. in so many aspects. How are you going to make him a rated R movie? He's not terribly violent. Put him I up say. against Gorilla Grog. That's true. You could, and that would make it a whole lot more. I guess you can more mm-hmm. play play a dead a Deadpool spin on him mm-hmm. and more of the funny sweary kind. But is that really Barry Allen or what's the other one? Wally, Wally. West. No, I'm not. And that's <clears> the thing. And that's the hard thing to go with rated R. That it's not where it's going to be tricky to where. Of course, you're not going to change any of the characters. Yeah. But from the side of it, I just say you know what, go complete 180. Go rated R, and then that allows you to do things that are kind of different. Where, for example, with Deadpool and even Logan, like Logan, we're actually seeing right through the chest. We're seeing right, right through, through the, the skull. skull. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you're allowed to get more violent. Now, with a hero like Batman, it works perfectly. Oh because yeah. The one thing for me is with Batman. It doesn't even focus on – it doesn't have to necessarily focus on him. Mm-hmm. It focuses more on the villains. And to me, what what DC is, is it's – to me, yes, the characters are there and you know the superheroes. Yeah. But what really makes the superheroes their own are the villains. They're villains. Like, could you imagine a rated R film with the Joker? 
Could you imagine a rated R film with the penguin if the penguin's just a, allowed to execute people at like point blank killer range. croc man Kill, bat killer croc man bat bane just ripping a guy in, apart yeah and i mean that works great like you said earlier gorilla grod mm-hmm. it's physically a gorilla you, with we a could super even, hyper intelligence with rated r we could even do kind of like an injustice the video game yeah. injustice i know injustice 2 is coming out later this year and i am pumped for it but we could kind of do that where it's like that's the point where uh, i think that story starts out where the joker kills lois lane and that just flips the switch for superman and superman just loses it and just everybody could you imagine that as a rated r film that would be something like think about that think about it you have that storyline you set up a Joker already. You set up the Joker in the universe. You would have to do that in a Batman film. You set up the Justice League with your Justice League film. You do that first. Then you set up a Joker mm-hmm. in the Batman film. Probably a little bit better than Jared Leto. But, hey, you know what? It's your universe. It's not mine. And then you can get to the point where Superman comes back from being dead. Yeah. All he wants is to just see Lois Lane, and the Joker kills her. Then what happens? He snaps. Yep. Just completely snaps. Or we could get a complete version of the death of the death of Superman story arc, mm-hmm. where there have been like how that story arc worked was Superman didn't die and just come back. We basically had a. Superman that was kind of part cyborg. Yeah, we had we multiple had Superman. And we had um, basically a, he was like a, ro- a different robotic Superman where basically it was, he would assess threats mm-hmm. and he just became an evil Superman. We had several different Supermans yeah, before while Superman the real came man back. was dead. And then he obviously comes back and just kind of, bam, kills Doomsday. To me, there are so many things that you could do. If you just commit to the rated R where because the thing to me is it's not something of what's wrong with the DCEU. It's basically to me, the conversation is more, okay, Marvel has created a juggernaut. How do you at least try to get out of its shadow? Yeah. Because really that's what it is, is getting out of Marvel's shadow. How do you somewhat compete with it and at least just to start Mm -hmm. off? Because they... It's not even just that. They probably could have started off strong had they done better on these past two movies. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman, I know you hate it. I, there's some things I do and don't like about it, and there's some things that confused me. Suicide Squad, from two different aspects. From a movie aspect, it was okay. From a comic book aspect, I have no idea. Um, but from the movie one... It made me want to cry. I bet it did. I completely agree with you when it was trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy because it was trying to cram mm-hmm. a soundtrack down your throat. Yeah, it was. And it's just the soundtrack did not fit. Have they thought of it better? They probably could have figured out a pretty great soundtrack to mm-hmm. go along with it. But they just picked song after song. It's like, oh, I heard this one on some radio station on my car ride to work. I mm-hmm. think we should throw this in there. And that's, I mean, that's just one thing. I mean, could have picked a better soundtrack, could have probably 
done a little bit better on the storyline. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, spread it out a little bit or something. The story. Another thing that I didn't like, and this was minor about Suicide Squad. Yeah, is they kill off one of the members. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I had no attachment to him, so that did nothing. Exactly. You didn't really know much I about him. Like, uh, he, and he's one of the ones where it's like, who who was that? Who who was he? Uh, whatever. Okay, he yeah. died. I mean, yeah. You, Shouldn't have tried to get away. That's his fault. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought while watching Oh, you're watching talking about it. the first one that tried yeah. to get away? Yeah. Where he, he tried to get away, and they I, killed him. And I think he like, was oh, just, Don't do that. That one was just an example, just to show what was happening. Now but he killed off one of the members. Yeah, and you know It's what? one of those things no that one really cared about. If, if you're going to kill off a member, at least let me get attached well, to him first. I think that the, it, that one didn't really matter as much as killing off a member. Guardians of the Galaxy did the same exact thing about a non-member of the Guardians and made me cry within the first two seconds of that movie. The beginning with Star-Lord? Oh, Star-Lord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they threw made me they, hit, they tied, me in, hit me in the gut they tied right way from more, the word. They go. tied way more emotion to it, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's what they were going with behind that part. Yeah, but that I'm was just, just saying, an example. If but you're I mean, kill somebody, at least let me get attached no, to them uh, so I, it means something. So well, it's not think, just like, yeah, okay. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't supposed to mean a lot to anyone. Like it's I said, just, it was minor. It was yeah. a minor. But the minor one that thing. the one they could have done better on mm-hmm. building emotional ties to was the guy at the end, Diablo. Yeah, they could have tied tied a little bit more emotion with him to the audience because they tried i didn't get a whole lot of they emotional connection with him they tried so hard with showing his backstory with his family and how he got like he got so angry that he killed him yeah and they they tried they tried to get the emotional thing there but to me they probably were the wrong route about it then. to me the the number one character that i was mostly emotionally connected to was mm-hmm. deadshot yeah, no, I completely agree. The story agree. with him and his daughter, and then Batman was in there, and it was one of those things where that was the one where I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm kind of, I'm no, I I'm had connected mo- to Deadshot. He's the one I had the most emotional ties to. Plus, it kind of helps when your actor who's playing that character is really fucking good. Yeah, that kind of helps when you're <laughs> trying to sell an emotional value to a character. But yeah, to me, the DCEU, I mean. I threw out the thing with the R-rated. Well, I think it happens. No, I think it would just be, I agree with Mark Webber. I think it would be a cool thing for them to go to, just to be different from Marvel. No, I completely say, agree. It would be what? a cool thing. We're going to be completely different. But the thing moving forward, and Wonder Woman is going to be our next, she's going to be our next kind of barometer of Jeff Johns came on mm-hmm. to oversee the DCEU to kind of fix everything. Yeah. To fix everything that is going on. And it's one of those things where that's going to be the first kind of movie where I thought Suicide Squad would be it, where it's like, okay, I guess um that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna see. Are we going to And that's times gonna be the third like I thought that okay, Suicide Squad is gonna be it, but Jeff Johns came in so late to where it's like, okay, I can't really take anything into into effect here. A Wonder Woman is that. going to be my first barometer. From what I've seen from Wonder Woman, looks great. Yeah. Looks phenomenal. But I had the same thought about Batman v Superman. I completely agree. It looked f- way better than it did Batman when v it came Super- out. Like Batman v- let's be honest. Okay. Batman v Superman I didn't think would be amazing, but I thought it'd be a great movie. I yeah. thought it was going to be 
the what the Avengers was like. Mm-hmm. Remember the first time you saw the first oh, Avengers? Yeah, the excitement re- of seeing those heroes together, yeah. all at the same time on one screen. Yes, and I went to that movie, and I wit like to me, I wish I could have felt the same excitement that because I watched Kevin Smith's review of Batman v Superman yeah. after the movie, and he told the part where when the parademons are coming down, mm-hmm. where. He said he looked to, he saw it with Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, his good friend. And he goes, they, he's like, we both looked at each other and went, parademons, man. They're parademons. And they were so excited. But to me, I was like, no, like, it doesn't make fucking sense for there to be parademons. Like, I know you're trying to set up Dark Side, but I felt like there was just too much thrown into everything. And it was all muddled together and yeah. I'm sorry I can't get behind a movie where the reason why they overcome the villain is oh, you, wait your mom's ma- name is Martha my mom's name is why Martha why did you say that name holy shit we've got a mom with the same name I just that was really what pulled them together why did you say that name and that was really <laughs> what pulled them together and it was one yeah, of yeah that was an things, interesting one it's gonna be interesting to see what we see because the movies that we have lined up are this year for 2017, we've got Wonder Woman, which is going to be, I want to say, what, that's going to be in May? Something like that. That we see Wonder Woman. Then later this year, we're going to see Justice League. We're going to see Aquaman in 2018. We're going to see Shazam with The Rock. That's going to be in 2019. We have Cyborg in 2020, Green Lantern in 2020. However, other products that we have, the Batman, which is a solo Batman movie. Mm -hmm. We have Dark Universe, which is based on the DC Comics superhero team Justice League Dark. Interesting. We've got The Flash. We've got Gotham City Sirens. That's going to be an interesting one. That's a move. Think of a movie, a Harley Quinn focused movie, yeah. with Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Yeah, no, that would and be it's interesting. Just one. about those three. I can't wait for that. No, that sounds exciting. Cannot wait for that movie. Then we also have the Black Adam one. That's who Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson is playing as yes. Black Adam. But Black Adam's also going to be in the Shazam. Shazam movie. Let's be honest. Then we have a Deadshot. I hope so. We have a Deadshot solo film that is in development. So. Getting Will Smith some more solo airtime. Yeah. A Justice League uh, sequel. They've talked about Lobo. They have a Man of Steel sequel. The um, Suicide Squad sequel that uh, Mel Gibson might direct. Yep, that'll be interesting. We'll we'll, we'll see how that is. I mean, I know that uh, I hear that Hacksaw Ridge, is that the one that he recently directed? I heard it was really good, but... Really, it's one of those things where it just makes me a little nervous. And then we have the Nightwing movie that we talked about earlier. That's Chris McKay is attached as a director. And then um, Bill um, De- Bill Debquay. I-, I know I pronounced that name wrong. He is the screenwriter for that one. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of films. But really, to me, it all comes down to with the DCEU, what's wrong with it? They haven't focused on the characters. No. And that's what I'm bringing it back to. The question that we started with, we kind of went all around and we're bringing it back to the last question to end this up. 
the main the main reason why the DCU is failing is because they're not staying true to the characters. No, they're not staying true. They're taking a little bit too many liberties with it. And it's okay to them. take it's okay to take some liberties. No, that's fine. With the in a movie you have to. Like let's be honest with Thor, like when Thor first came out, did you really think that Chris Helmsworth was like boom, the spitting image of Thor? Physically, yeah. <laughs> he looked like it. It's one of those but, things where like I think back to my dad. My dad when f- the first Thor came out, he'd be like well, no, nah, I was expecting a guy that looked like Fabio with the hair, the True. long golden Touché. hair. Touché. Kind of more of that Viking god. But yeah. Chris Helmsworth, with his charisma and his acting, he played into it. has built the character. Chris Evans has made Captain America. He made himself Captain America. It's one of those things where Tony, well, sorry, not Tony Stark. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. is Tony Stark. Chris Evans, Helmsworth. They've kind of made it to where you see them and you don't think they're names. You think, oh, that's Thor. That's Captain yeah. America. That's Tony Stark. I didn't say that yet about the Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. I didn't say that about Ruffalo yet because we haven't seen him enough. Yeah, he's only we been. We saw him what? in. He's in what, two Age movies of, so far? We saw him in Avengers and then Age of Ultron. Yeah. And then we haven't seen him. Yeah, so we haven't had a whole lot to see him in with that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's starting to get there, I would mm-hmm. say. But unlike the other three who have made it, and I'd say, I'll be honest, Robert Downey Jr., right off the bat, just, I am Tony Stark. Yeah, well, no, that's what he is. He's Tony Stark now, and it's going to be weird when this guy, who we have right here, gets a different a different actor associated yeah, to I'm it. Yeah, let's not talk about that yet. But is there <laughs> is there anything else besides the character, to me, the character development, staying true to the character's with what's wrong with the DCEU? Mainly the character develop the characters and the character development mm-hmm. and at the same time maybe not rushing through movies and putting too much in it. It kind of seems like I read off a lot of a lot of uh projects that they're thinking about. Yeah, and may, keep them separate movies. So don't tie them together at all. Tie them together, but I'm saying don't like ba- Batman v Superman. We had Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Parademons, Dark Side setup. We had um, Doomsday, we had, mm-hmm. what's the villain's name? Um, we had Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. We had to cram all that. Well, basically the Joker as Lex Luthor, because that's what I got from it. Yeah. Well, anyways, we had all them. Cr- <laughs> <laughs> he would have played a great Joker. He would have. He would have. They crammed them all into one movie as mm-hmm. a Batman startup movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. So that was kind of a bit much in one movie. Yeah. To me, like I'm going off of it's Wonder Woman is my first barometer for the Jeff Johns era. Yeah, let's hope that that one does hits a decent amount higher. Hashtag in Jeff we trust, or so <laughs> I hope. But that's going to wrap up the Rick and Johnny podcast this week. I want to thank you guys for checking it out. Another uh, another swifty or another squatchy podcast. Another squatchy podcast. <laughs> that we did today for you guys. Make sure to check us out on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Woodmer. He is at War Machine 9085. See, I got it. And most valuable podcast is at most valuable pod. Also, if you like the podcast, make sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. It's just another way to support us rather than hitting or more so than hitting the subscribe and the like button. I want to thank you guys for watching and listening one more time. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. 
Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.